Welcome to episode 31 of the No Nonsense Leadership Podcast. Today, we are in survival mode. We are working on surviving one of them sons of guns. <laughs> I was going to say something else, but one of those micromanagers. That's what we're talking about. Welcome to the No Nonsense Podcast. On this show, I help new managers become more confident leaders, and I do this with no nonsense sense, if that makes any sense. And assuming it does, get your coffee because the show will start. So let's just say that I've been in the work world longer than I care to share. And during, in, during this time, I've had what I would call the unfortunate experience of working with a couple micromanagers. And let me tell you, this is not fun. This is not enjoyable. But after some trial and error, some planning, some thought, I've learned how to deal with it and even thrive in it. So... Let's get right into the first point is according to many surveys online, I feel like Donald Trump, many surveys, um, over 50% of workers say they've worked with a micromanager at some point in their career. So if you've ever been told to dot your I's and cross your T's while somebody's breathing down your neck making sure everything is done their way, you're one of those 50%. Now, maybe they're just control freaks and they like to uh, have their fingers on everything. Maybe they feel the need to exert their authority over you so that they feel good about themselves. This, and please, if this is your thought process... If you're thinking you might be a micromanager, I highly recommend you stop that immediately because this is going to breed resentment amongst your staff. Nobody likes to be constantly looking over their shoulders and feeling like they just, they can't do anything without permission. This is demoralizing to your team members. This is demoralizing to you. If you're working under somebody like this, micromanagers as a whole, they tend to stifle creativity and innovation. When people, when your staff or yourself, when you're constantly second guessing your ideas, your thought process, you are less likely to take risks and less likely to come up with new ideas. Now, micromanagement as a title is often the result of somebody's insecurity or a lack of trust in their employees. Now, a lack of trust, you know, if you don't trust your team to do their job, you're not going to be able to delegate authority to them. You're not going to be able to delegate them, uh, allowing them to make decisions that will affect your career. And I would say that if this is you, 
you need to work on training up your staff and building that trust so that you don't have to micromanage. And if you're working for a micromanager, you want to put in the work to prove to them that you are <laughs> not necessarily worthy, but I guess in a way that, yeah, you can do the job. You're capable of doing the job. So you, you want to show them day in and day out that you got this. This is under control. If a, micro ma a manager is insecure about their own abilities to lead, it stands to reason that they're going to be more inclined to micromanage because they're trying to compensate for what they don't know. They're trying to compensate for their own insecurities. And sometimes that comes out with them belittling you or you belittling your staff, even if that's not your intent, but you just want to come across like, I know what I'm talking about when maybe you don't. And that is okay. This is actually a perfect opportunity because you have two days left if you're interested in joining the No Nonsense Leadership Academy, where we have masterclasses, where we have a community to help you. If you feel like your management, like there's just something missing, like you haven't been trained, which 95% of managers are not trained. They just get the, you know, what the company provides in a book, but it doesn't help you to deal with a micromanager. It doesn't help you to deal with difficult employees. It doesn't help you earn trust and respect from your team. If you feel like you're missing that piece in the show notes, the description, there's a link you have at this point, you have two more days to join January 22nd of 2023 membership will be closing. Now that we got that out of the way, micromanagement can lead to a number of problems, including decreased productivity, decreased morale, increased turnover. If I have to say it to you, these aren't, these aren't good things. When employees feel like they're constantly being monitored, it can lead to decrease productivity and decrease morale. If your employees, or if you as an employee, don't feel like you have any autonomy, then there's a good chance that you or the team are going to start looking for new jobs. This is obviously not good for a company. You want your team to be motivated. You want to, as an employee, you want to feel productive. You statistically, people do not want to go and look for a new job. And eight times out of 10, when somebody's looking for a new job, it's because they're working for a crap manager and a crap manager. One of the ways they can be defined micromanager. Now, if you're being micromanaged, there are a few things that you can do. This includes talking to your manager, documenting the problem, and unfortunately looking for another job. So the first thing, try to talk to your manager. In all honesty, there is a possibility that they don't realize 
that they're micromanaging you. They don't realize that they're not letting go of the reins, so to speak. And if you have this conversation, there is a possibility that you can clarify this and move forward with work and everything is just smelling like roses. I don't even think roses smell that good, but that's neither here nor there. But the idea is that some managers, most managers, they haven't had training. They don't believe in themselves. They don't believe in their staff. But if you're someone who is able to do the job, you've proven yourself, you may just need to bring this to their attention and let them know in so many words, buddy, get off my back. I got this. I'll protect you. I'll, I'll do the job. Sometimes that's all these managers need to know is that you got their back. If the problem is persisting, as I say in almost, no, not almost, but many videos is that you need to take, you need to document what's going on. This isn't just to have like a snitch line, but it's to have, it's to help you organize your own thoughts, help you see if there's a pattern. Now, when you're documenting these things, you, you want to include dates and specific examples, because this is going to help you show the extent of the problem. Even when you go and talk to your boss, like, listen, don't come up with like <laughs> a binder of notes of how your boss is doing a bad job. But if you're going to talk to your, your supervisor, they're micromanaging you have dates and specific things that made you feel less than qualified or made you feel like they didn't trust you and just air it out. Again, this isn't to be like, this is what you always do. You always pick on me. You always belittle me. That's not going to get you anywhere. But when you bring up the fact that, you know, you'd like a little bit more freedom and they're saying, well, no, I always give you freedom. Well, then you've got some, some dates and some situations where maybe, you know, this is why I feel this way, because when, when this happened, you said this, um, now again, micromanagement, it's often a sign of a larger problem in the organization. And, you know, if it's, if it's, it won't just go away on its own. You need to try to talk it out. You need to come to terms with it or you need to move on. You can hold out and hope that the manager gets promoted, gets demoted, moves on themselves. I've done that. I've outweighed some real crap managers. And fortunately for me, their terms were shorter than mine. But you need to make sure that you understand there is always the option to get a new job. So many times people that I've worked with, people that I've talked to, people that I've coached feel like they're trapped. They're stuck in the job. No, you're not. Even if you're from a small town, because listen, I'm a kid from a small town, 5,200 people. And I lived outside of that in a smaller town. I don't even know if we'd call it a village, but I am now here in the big city of Toronto. Canada doing my thing 
I could have been stuck in a small town and you get stuck with the rumors and the, you know, oh, I know that family, they're this, they're that. You don't have to stay in your small town. You don't have to stay in your job. If it's not working for you, if it's not working for your family, your mental health, take control. And with this consideration, even if you don't leave, something interesting that I've found has happened for myself is that there is power in knowing the power you have. When you say, I am choosing to stay at this work location, I am choosing to work with this person, even though they're micromanaging, they're horrible people, whatever it might be, there's power in saying, no, I'm, I'm going to stick this out and I'm choosing to do it. That for me is one of the biggest takeaways I've learned over my course of life in the work world. It's saying, acknowledging the choice you are making. And then here's one final takeaway. You're not alone. Everybody has to, not every. at some point, everybody will be dealing with a micromanager. At some point, people that you're working with are going to also be getting fed up. This isn't to start gossiping or start rumors, but you will have people that you work with that you can talk to, that you can bounce ideas off, that you can work together as a team to mold your manager, to educate your manager. And you might be saying, Mike, I'm going to manage my manager. Ab-so-freaking-lutely you are. There's, there's, I'm, I'm thinking, I know I've, I've dealt with a few managers like this, but there's one in particular, a young kid. I say young because he was younger than me, significantly younger, came into a management role and man, he was the micromanager. He was cracking the whip. Not that people were afraid to do their job and do work, but he was on top of everybody for every little thing. And you could you could see, if you paid attention, you could see it was all a matter of insecurity. Myself, a few other of the senior employees at the time, talked to this, <laughs> talked to this kid. Cause that's, you know, he was, he, again, he was a young guy. So I say that with, with no ill intent, but we had to take this kid under our wing and say, listen, we'll help you. We'll get this job done. You need to lighten up. You need to chill out. When I say that I'm going to do it, you need to know that this is going to be handled and it's going to get done. That's not always easy. And I get that, especially as a younger manager working with senior employees, it can be difficult. You may want to flex and be on top of the team. But in my experience, that rarely works well for you, at least in the, in the long term. No, you might, you're going to get the action done, but it's going to come back at some point and bite you in the ass. So again, I, I guess I've kind of talked about this, like you're the micromanager, which you, you, I hope you're not, but you might be, but take this information. And if you're dealing with a micromanager, keep it, keep it at the forefront of your mind that a lot of times it's a them problem, not a you problem. You can work on building the trust so they get off your back. You need to document everything so you, you can, again, it's not a snitch line, but it's to have 
facts when you're having conversations. And ultimately, you have the freedom of choice to go somewhere else. You may say, you may be a pay cut, it may be a crappy schedule, but that is a choice that you get to make. What's worse? What's better? Anyway, that's where I'm going to stop rambling for y'all. Remember, January 22nd, the access to my private membership, my private community, the No Nonsense Leadership Academy, will be closing. So if you're interested, grab the link in the description, the show notes, and go check it out and see, I want to say if it's for you, but see how fantastic it will be for you. (laughs) Talk to you next week.